All right, so we are studying the book, The King's Domain, Kingdomology 101, uh, manifesting the kingdom right here and right now. Uh, and this is written by uh, our prophetic Dr. Hector um, and Dr. Pulley. Amen. Um, our scriptures are right in the book today. Uh, Bishop Hector did a phenomenal job making sure that our scriptures are in the book today. Our scripture reading, we're going to be looking back and forth between chapters 8 and 9 uh, as we come to the final close of this before our Bible series. On page 78 at the bottom, you have our first scripture for today, uh, which is Genesis 1 and 28. Again, that's Genesis chapter 1 and verse number 28. Amen. Uh, yes, it's right here and we're grateful for it. Amen. Genesis 1 and chapter 20, chapter verse number 28. And God blessed them, and God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply, and replenish the earth. Subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea, over the fowl or the birds of the air, and over every living thing that moves upon the earth. That's our first scripture on page 79, and that was Genesis 1 and 28. Our second scripture, Bishop Hector has uh, printed for us as well, and this is on page number 85, and that's Ephesians chapter 4 and verse number 11. Now, you can read further down with these scriptures. Um, I hope you're following along in the book. Give me a thumbs up. Give me a high five. Give me a heart if you've been reading and following along with us in the book, Ephesians 4 and 11. And he gave some apostles and some prophets and some evangelists and some pastors and teachers for the perfecting of the saints, for the work of the ministry, for the edifying of the body of Christ, till we all come into the unity of the faith and the knowledge of the Son of God, unto a perfect man, unto the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. Yes, and today we're talking about the power of five, the power of the number five. Give me a thumbs up, give me a high five, give me a heart. And I always talk about that high five. We're talking about the power of the number five. Five. Yes, the number five is a powerful number. Um, it, is, it represents the number of grace. Um, from a biblical perspective, you can see God's grace manifested throughout scripture from the number five. Uh, those who study numerology, the number five represents change. Um, it represents that you are making changes, that whenever you're making a change, that people who are uh, who are born, like I'm July the 14th, uh, so I'm a five every day, People who adapt to change, people who are change agents, uh, people who are flexible and don't mind making changes often are associated with the number five. Five is also for fivefold ministry. Five is also for the fivefold purpose of human beings and the earth. So there is power in the number five. If you look at your left hand, you got five fingers. If you look at your right hand, you got five fingers. If you look at your left foot, you got five toes. If you look at your right foot, you got five toes. All right. And so each the symmetry that's in the body, left hand, right hand, left foot, right foot is all showing the number five. So today we're talking about the power of the number 
five. It's not by accident. Everything with God is intentional. Can I say that again? Everything with God is intentional. So it's not by accident that there's fivefold ministry in the New Testament and there's a fivefold purpose of human beings in the in the um, Old Testament, that we start right off in the number, in the book of beginnings, in the first chapter of Genesis with the number five. Even though we have seven days of creation, when God created human beings, he created human beings with a five-fold purpose. And today we're talking about the power of the number five. Can you affirm that with me? There is power in the number five. Five is something about that five number that has power to it. All right. So we're talking about the power of the number five and pulley point number one. We see it in creation. Pulley point number one is creation in creation. When God created human beings, he gave us a fivefold purpose, a collective purpose for all of humanity. When God made human beings, said they were very good, God gave human beings not a one-fold, two-fold, three-fold, four-fold, but gave human beings a five-fold purpose. Yes, and the five-fold purpose of human beings was to be fruitful, to multiply, to replenish, to subdue, and to have dominion. That's the fivefold purpose of human beings. It's, it was not by accident that it's five. He said, be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. All of humanity was created with a fivefold purpose. Amen. And so pulling point number one is in creation. God created human beings with a fivefold purpose. He gave us dominion over the fish of the sea, over the birds of the air, over every animal. That's Oh, he said, I need you to be fruitful. That when God thought of Adam and Eve, he didn't just think of Adam and Eve. He thought about all humanity. He said, I need you to be fruitful. I need y'all to come together and have some babies. I need y'all to multiply. I need your babies to have babies from the second and the third in the fourth generation. I need you to be fruitful, multiply. Anything that comes up, I need you to subdue it. I need you to bring it under subjection because I've given you power and authority um, in this garden of Eden, on this earth, and things are going to come up. Things are going to come out that need to be healed, and I need you to know your power. I need you to know your purpose, that you have the power to subdue it. Be fruitful, multiply. He said, replenish which means that things are going to run out and they're going to need to be replenished. He says subdue. Things are going to come up and they're going to need to be brought under subjection. And then have dominion, that I've given you dominion on the earth. Not dominion over other people, but dominion over the fish of the sea, the birds of the air, and every animal that creeps on the earth. So there is power in the number five. Pulley point number one is in creation. God created human beings with a five-fold purpose. And there was a reason why it's five things that God told them to do. Be fruitful, multiply, replenish, subdue, and have dominion. That God had the, that God is all knowledge, all wisdom, and all understanding. And so God and God's infinite wisdom knew that things were going to need to be um, subdued, knew that things were going to need to be replenished, knew that they need to be reminded of their power and their dominion, knew that they needed to be fruitful, that they needed to multiply, because in this image, they are the only people on the earth in this image. Amen. Not that there were not other uh, people, because we know that Cain had a wife from another side. Amen. So there had to be other people that existed besides Adam and Eve. 
Amen, somebody. Because where did Cain's wife come from? So we just know that this is an example of creation. And if you look at creation in every culture, if you look at it from, um, if you go, I've been to China. When I, mean, I went to China, their image of Adam and Eve was Chinese. I have been to Africa. And when I went to Africa, their image of Adam and Eve was African. I've been to Europe. And when I went to Europe, their image of Adam and Eve were European. So we've got all these different images of Adam and Eve. Amen. Um, that look like whoever the people are that are talking about them. So we see these examples of Adam and Eve in creation. And they are created with a fivefold purpose. That God does not do anything by accident. That nothing is by coincidence, that everything is in divine right order. And so the divine order that God established from the very beginning in creation is a five-fold purpose for human beings. Give me a thumbs up, give me a high five, give me a heart. If you see the five-fold purpose of humanity fulfilled right there in Genesis chapter 1. Pulley point number two, Christ. Notice that in Ephesians talk about the measure of the statue of the fullness of Christ, that Jesus fulfilled a fivefold purpose. Yes, that Jesus fulfilled a fivefold purpose when he walked the earth. Jesus, our way shower, our example of what it means to be fully human and fully divine, that Jesus fulfilled a fivefold purpose, that Jesus was an apostle. Because he couldn't give others to be apostles, prophets, evangelists, pastors, and teachers if he was not in himself. Amen. He gave of himself since he was leaving and he was no longer carrying on these positions, these titles. He gave them to other people. He gave of himself. He multiplied himself because Jesus was an apostle. Amen. He was an apostle to the, um, to the whole nation of Israel. He was a prophet. Amen. Isn't that what the woman said at the, um, at the uh, well? She said, I perceive that thou art a prophet. He was an evangelist. He saw the multitudes and he was moved with compassion because they were like sheep without a shepherd. He could gather hundreds of thousands of people together. They thronged him. He was an evangelist with miracles, signs, and wonders following his ministry. Jesus was also a pastor. He pastored the disciples. Amen. He pastored them. You know, they ate with him, they slept with him, they walked with him, they talked with him. He dealt with their daily issues and concerns. He met their needs. When they were hungry, he fed them. He took care of those. He pastored. He shepherded the disciples. And Jesus was also a teacher. He taught um, those who would come he, on the mountain. He taught them by the seashore. He taught them. He taught in parables. So Jesus, pulley point number two, is Christ. Once Jesus manifested that Christ consciousness, once that dove descended upon him, amen, and the heavens opened up and said, this is my beloved son and whom I'm well pleased, you see Jesus manifesting fivefold ministry. You see Jesus being an apostle, a prophet, an evangelist, a pastor, and a teacher. That was the Christ consciousness that he expressed through his person, that he was all five of them. And he manifested that fivefold ministry. Amen. The Bible says, who is he that ascended? But he that first descended to the lower earthly region. And Jesus, he came to earth manifesting fivefold ministry. Apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. So we see the power of five through the life and the ministry of Jesus. Can I say that again? If you desire to sum up 
what Jesus did. Jesus was an apostle. He was a prophet. He said, don't only go to the lost sheep of Israel. He was an apostle to the Jews. He knew what his assignment was. He was a prophet to people individually. He would prophesy to them. He was also an evangelist. As I said, he gathered the multitudes together. He passed the disciples and he taught anybody who would sit still long enough to listen to his teaching. He taught them in parables. So Jesus was apostle, prophet, evangelist, pastor, and teacher. So we see the power of five. We see the power of Jesus's ministry, the miracles, the signs, and the wonders that followed his ministry because of the power of fivefold ministry, because of these offices and gifts that he operated in. We see the power of his ministry. We see it distinguished from other people because of the fivefold ministry that he operated in. So pulling point number one is we see the power of the number five with the fivefold purpose of human beings in Genesis chapter one. Pulling point number two, we see the power of the number five through the life and the ministry of Jesus Christ. And pulling point number three, we see the power of the number five in the church. That's why I got on my t-shirt today, organize the church in the church. Again, we come out of the world through the church and into the kingdom. And he gave the church the keys of the kingdom. And so it's from the church that we understand the organizational structure, that we don't have to come up with another organizational structure to organize our local assemblies, ministries, and businesses. It's already organized. He gave some to be apostles and prophets and evangelists and pastors and teachers. And he said, you're going to do this, amen, for the perfecting of the saints. It's so that we can grow, so that we can mature, for the edifying of the body of Christ, for us to be lifted up, for the work of ministry, that we might continue to have an impact and bring about increase and have influence with people. Jesus said, you got to get into the five, the power of the fivefold ministry, amen, that we're not functioning as fingers, but we're functioning as the hand. Can I say that again? The power of fivefold ministry is that we're not functioning as fingers, but we're coming together in a corporate consciousness, functioning as the hand. Y'all remember that in the movie, uh, Lord have mercy, what's the name of that movie? Where, um, I think it's called Sunday Dinner or something like that, um, where um, the matriarch of the family, she says that we can bring our hand together and strike a mighty blow. She talked about that fist. Oh. Soul food, yes, that we're not functioning as fingers, but we're functioning in the fivefold ministry. We're functioning as a hand, and we can strike a mighty blow. Many of us are not seeing the effectiveness in our ministries, in our local assemblies, in our businesses, because we're trying to find another way to organize and to structure ourselves, as opposed to using Jesus as the example. Jesus gave some to be apostles, which means you can't do it independently, that we must work collectively, that we must work corporately. You bring your gifts and your talents. You bring your skills and I'll bring my abilities and that we'll work together to function in the power of five. That it's no longer supposed to be a one-man show, a one-woman show, a one-person show. That we're to have plurality of elders. That we're to have a diversity of gifts. And that we work together to manifest the kingdom of God right here on the earth. I'm talking about the power of five. We're talking about five-fold ministry. Pulley point number three is in the church. The church has that five. And he's, Jesus said, until we all come to the unity of faith. How long are we going to have five-fold ministry till we all come into the unity of the faith? And that hasn't happened yet. 
till we all come to the measure of the stature of the fullness of Christ. And that has not happened yet until we all, amen, reach that maturity that we need this power of five, five-fold ministry, amen, to help us collectively to grow so that we're balanced, so that we're not off kilter, that we are functioning in a balanced way. The power of the number five, and we see it in creation, pulley point number one, we see it with Christ, amen, and his ministry, and pulley point number three, we see it in the church. There is power in the number five. So what we're gonna do is we're gonna be flowing between uh, chapters uh, eight and chapter nine in the book, where we're gonna be looking at five-fold ministry from a perspective of creation. We're going to break down each one of the five-fold ministry. So we're going to talk about the teacher. We're going to talk about the apostle, the prophet, the evangelist, the pastor, and the teacher. And we'll see how it's in reverse in the Old Testament and how it's listed in the New Testament. And we're going to work with the number of five so that you can discover your divine potential, so that you can uncover your gifts, so that you can fulfill the divine purpose of God for your life. Let me tell you, you don't need to miss a day of the daily download because you're going to see the power of the number five. And I'm speaking to you that your gifts, your talents, your skills, your abilities are going to come forth over these next over this next week. We're going to see you rise to a level of divine potential that you've never seen before in your life. As a result of this understanding of the power five, you're going to be able to see the manifestation of miracles, signs, and wonders in your life because everybody's going to know where they fit on the hand. And we're going to be able to strike a mighty blow. I love you so much. God bless you. Thank you so much for being a part of the daily download. Good morning, and welcome to The Mental Note with Dr. Darrell R. Pullard, the spiritual leader of today's church, Tampa Bay. Mental Note with Dr. Darrell R. Pulley, the spiritual leader of today's church, Tampa Bay. For more information about today's church, visit us online at todayschurchtampabay.com.